Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Growing Up is Overrated podcast. My name is T, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Jen. This week, we'll be discussing how we celebrate the holidays as we get older. How do you keep the magic of the season going when you lose those rose-tinted glasses from childhood? We know not everyone celebrates Christmas, but we hope everyone can take what we have to say and apply it to other holidays and family traditions as well. Now, into the podcast. Hello, Jen. It's officially December. Do you know what that means? Uh, Bath and Body Works Christmas candles. Um, Searching for a tree and being overwhelmed in stores. I mean, yes, but also um, like family stuff. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I guess they're kind of important too, but you know. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how how much family time I'm going to have this year. but you know that's uh that's being an adult around the holidays yes organizing being part of a family unit making sure that everybody participates whether you force them or or you ask (laughs) yeah yeah trying to man getting everybody on the same page is like what what's what is happening why 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 are you why don't you all have all of this time off let's just all take off two weeks that's great let's just do that yeah let's go back to when we were kids and it felt like everything was so easy yeah if only it was that simple (laughs) but yeah so what speaking of childhood christmases what are some of your favorite things about christmas when you're a kid because as we all know christmas changes a lot when you get older uh, there's just more difficulties and things that change, but there's something so magical about it when you look back on your own childhood Christmases. Yeah. Um, well, for me, I guess um, I was just, um, I mean, I'm I'm the baby of my family and the only girl. Um, so every year I would make, um, my grandma would make me a Christmas dress and I would get to help her design it and we would you know, change that and stuff. So I was always looking forward to my, like my fashion show, um, on Christmas day. Um, and I also like, you know, obviously loved presents and (laughs) Santa, um, and, you know, just being with my family, making cookies and gingerbread houses. Um, yeah. What about you? Oh, um, well, I actually have something kind of funny. My dad kind of did proto-elf on the shelf before it was a thing. Because we're obviously, I'm 22 years old, soon to be 23. And elf on the shelf was not a thing when I was a kid. But we did have this stuffed reindeer um, that was not Rudolph. Because he had a green nose, (laughs) this reindeer, for reasons that that I Is that Olive the other reindeer? We found him. (laughs) Olive! Yes. But yeah, so it has a green nose and bells on his ears, uh, antlers. And my dad would hide him all over the house, like every day. And I would have to go and hunt and find where the reindeer was. And we called that the reindeer games. So that was fun. We still have the reindeer, but we don't hide him anymore. (laughs) It it was really nice. And I I enjoy it and I miss it. Um, 
another childhood memory that I really, really treasure is <clears throat> for ornaments. You know, everybody kind of has their own ornaments that they put on the tree. But in my family, we would get gifted ornaments every year. So I'd get one from my parents and one from my cousin's parents and my cousin. It was kind of like a family gift. And so these were my ornaments. And we'd write my name on them in the year that we got them. So now I'm 22 years old and I've collected about 40 plus ornaments that are now mine. And Aww. I will take them with me when I eventually move out and That's put so them special. on my own tree. It, it's so nice. And it's something Aww. that I really recommend to other people too. It's a, it's a nice just tradition of collecting things that mean something. Because now I remember my ornaments and I love them all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I mean, like we had our, you know, like our special ornaments and stuff. Um, but I was like through and through like Santa fangirl. Like, I think it's like more so than like your typical girl. Like I was or like kid. Like I'm, I was definitely somebody who was like, Santa, I'm your girl. You know, I'm always good like <laughs> you know I'll tell you if someone's not not good um and you know t t got you you know like <laughs> and reward me <laughs> reward me please you know and um like I always thought it was funny when my brothers would get coal or like they would get like that coal bubble gum I don't know if you've ever seen that it like no. turned your mouth black like it has so much so much food dye like it's just like a little pouch of like pebble bubble gum um yeah no it's really funny so I would always like laugh at that but um I mean we had our special ornaments and stuff but what I really had that was really special to me for Christmas was um from first grade so we just gotten done reading the Polar Express um and this was before the movie came out so like this concept was just like really really special like the um like we we were just very excited for Santa to come and we were like just about this you know mm -hmm. and so our custodian knocks on our door like that goes outside and it's the first snow it's like you know end of November like early December and um he knocks on the door and he has his box and he's brushing the snow off of it. And he's like, Hey guys, like this box I found in the snow. And it says it's from Santa to your class. And we were like, Oh, like what? Like why our class? Like what? Like, okay. <laughs> like what did we do? You know? And he opens it up and he says, yeah, it's filled with jingle bells. And <sighs> it was just like these, like, these cute little jingle bells with like a little ribbon on them and so I would like ring it and be like oh, I believe do you believe <laughs> you <know? laughs> and like you know and so I would do that to my brothers and I'd be like T it doesn't mean anything it's just a jingle bell and I'm like but yes it does you're just lying like you just want to seem like you're cool like you believe in Santa you can hear this bell even mom and dad believe in Santa like you know you're dumb <laughs> like and so like oh I was just like I was adamant that Santa was real and and I held on to that even though like in sixth grade like I you know I knew he wasn't real but I didn't want to believe that he wasn't real so you know I, I was really, just like held on to that 
I relate so hard. I was also a Santa stan, and I didn't give up on that for a very long time. Even though, like, in the deep down part of you knows, but you don't want to give in to that feeling. You're like, I want to keep yeah. believing. I don't want to give up. I My parents also gave me a bell once for Christmas because I put it on my Christmas list. I asked Santa for a bell off of his sleigh. Aww. Um, because, you know, I was a Polar Express nerd because it's my favorite movie. So it was like, I just, I want it. But yeah, it's like the whole story and myth around Santa Claus is really interesting. And one of the parts of Christmas that interests me more and more as I get older, because we have this cultural belief that everybody kind of feeds into with children, that Santa Claus is a real person. And he gets you gifts and comes down your chimney and somehow makes it to all the houses in the world in one night. And everybody feeds into this idea. And it's kind of sacrilege to to say in front of a kid that Santa isn't real. And it's almost like Santa is almost a religious figure among children. Like and And Christmas movies reinforce this, you know, with the Polar Express being like, you got to believe, you know, do you hear the bell? Are you a true believer? And then like the Santa Claus, like believe, um, seeing isn't believing, believing is seeing, you know, all these like messages that are very, have a very religious undertone when you give it more than two seconds of thought. <laughs> yeah, that's so, I've never, I mean, maybe I have thought about this, but like, I don't know. It Maybe I didn't like really, really form it into as deep of a connection, but I totally am on board with that. Um, like growing up in a more like like a, a pretty religious family, um, I knew a lot of parents who were like, I don't know if I want to like teach my kid um, about Santa because they'll be confused about him with um, you know like our religious figure. Um, and I don't know how to feel about that, but like. I don't know like it, it's it, a lot of things in, in in like adulthood or like childhood are foreshadowing for the future <laughs> I don't know if you know <laughs> what I mean like that but like you know like finding out something isn't real kind of like like Santa when you're a kid um is a lot like you know kind of when you have the wool taken from your eyes like when you're a little bit older and you realize like your parents don't have everything together or like you know some of like those um like other other realizations yeah, like, that you come to as an adult yeah or like you realize that society isn't perfect and there are things that can be improved on even though you had these this idea that everything was perfect and then all of a sudden you realize it isn't and that's connected with your realization about santa claus and also other childhood figures like the easter bunny and the tooth yeah. fairy and all that kind of stuff it, it's a real growing moment which i think is just interesting because our society feeds into that lie for kids only to because everybody has to stop believing at some point you know so we set them up to be disappointed and i just find that interesting <laughs> yeah it is it is pretty odd that it's like while people like everybody kind of buys into it right like it's like um like we know we know it's there but we don't talk about it right but like i don't know it's almost like fight club is a santa fight club i think it is 
Yes, yes, it absolutely is Santa Fight Club. <laughs> I, I, I now, I now, I'm going to like ponder later about what the meaning of Santa Fight Club is. Yes, that is absolutely what we should be doing. But like other things, you realize about Christmas as an adult, like how much Christmas, like the cultural celebration of Christmas, not necessarily the religious holiday, is a celebration of capitalism and money. Oh my god, and excess. Like, yeah. It is about showing off how much you can afford to buy and give to others, which is the real ugly side of Christmas that I don't like. There are so many layers to this. Like, just like, okay, so externally, right? We decorate our houses. Who can afford the electricity bill as well as um, the actual decorations, which are really expensive? um you know has the time or can hire somebody to put them up like it's expensive and so like being able to like deck your front like house out with like um or even like your inside too just like being able to like absolutely deck everything out like deck the halls is um you know a financial privilege um and and it's showboating essentially you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's beautiful and I love the lights. Like, don't get me wrong. But like, you know, like that is, um, oh, like in the, like, like the real action Grinch mm-hmm. um, movie, there's like that scene where like Cindy Lou, whose parents are trying to like make their house look all nice. And like the neighbors across the street are just like absolutely blowing them out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like. It, there's other there's so many parts about it you know like buying a tree like my family buys a real tree every year and it's expensive like to buy yeah. a real tree and it is like i didn't realize it when i was a kid but now it's like we pay like so much money to buy a real tree every single year and all the presents are so much money and they're getting more and more expensive you know as people want more things that are electronic based and video games and and whatever it's not as simple as just buying a $20 toy um from Walmart to make somebody happy like there people want more advanced things and it just it makes me sad um and the consumer culture of Black Friday oh my god this year Black Friday is gonna be different but the normal Black Friday of everybody going to the stores on not just Black Friday but Thanksgiving like yeah oh my god give people thanksgiving off it's not it's not right to have people come to work on thanksgiving i know yeah when i was in college and working at the office store um i was um okay i worked there for two years and the first black friday i wiggled out of it um because i think i was traveling oh no i had my boyfriend um visiting when we were long distance so I like told them that I was going to be out of town and there was physically no <laughs> way for me to be there <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> even though I was here but yeah I wasn't going to work when he was there I only got to see him like once or twice a year um <laughs> and then the next year they actually had me work um I think I had to be there at like seven or eight o'clock um after Thanksgiving dinner to start like the the thing and people were lining up outside like there were like five people like it was like the lamest black friday sale you've ever seen um like next to like having nobody there but like 
you know people are like lining up to get their sharpie packs like you know it's like come on like everyone's at best buy shut up (laughs) but yeah like having having this whole like black friday is the celebration of capitalism at its finest it is the day that everybody's like yes let's go spend money and it's a celebration of how much money we can spend let's go it just uh it's so awful and i hate it yeah yeah oh well i mean even within that there's like okay so every year there's a hot toy right like it's like Mm -hmm. the it toy um and people will scalp for black friday sales to get them and then sell them at like like really marked up on ebay um and so some parent who's trying really hard to you know make sure that their kid is happy this christmas um has to pay out the wazoo to get their their kid's toy Mm -hmm. like that's so screwed up it's terrible like did you ever get the it toy when you were a kid i got it a couple times you know i don't i don't remember ever getting the it toy maybe i got like a tamagotchi or something um but i i can't remember um yeah, I don't know. I just can't remember. Yeah, I got like wanting the it toy is just an interesting experience from a child's perspective because you don't realize how much work goes into getting it. Like I asked for the DS one year and apparently that was a real pain in the butt to find. My parents have told me years later. Um, and I also got the hamster. Do you remember these hamster toys that Zuzu like, pets? Yeah, yeah, Zuzu pets. They were really all the rage for one random year. <laughs> yeah, um, they always come up when I search for hamster supplies on eBay or on like Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I like, got no. those. I got those and they were the it toy. And I played with them for five minutes. That was not worth it. It was not worth the effort. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I would just like see things in the mall and be like, that one. I want that toy. Like there, one year there was like a little robot dog. <laughs> and you could like walk him with like a little remote um that was like his leash and that wasn't like a big toy that everybody wanted it was just something i thought was cute in the store <laughs> um but yeah i don't know I, it, like generally we just like we had a lot of homemade gifts a lot of um just like little things um and art kits i always got art kits because i'm the art i'm the artsy kid <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so like capitalism and buying toys are a big part of being an adult at Christmas is like is finding people things. But also it's like forced family togetherness, (laughs) even if you don't want to be around them, you know? Yeah, there's always a few people um, who you're like, you know, I think I'd be okay if they don't show up, (laughs) you know, and like you feel bad about it, but like. I don't know this might this might I don't know if this is as true for you as it is for me um because like I have a larger family than you yeah my family is pretty tiny <laughs> yeah like both of my both of my parents have uh like families of four and five so like they have a decent I have a decent amount of aunts and uncles um and yeah I don't know there's a whole lot of stuff that like it can just bring up a lot of uh turmoil inside the family and it's just like I don't want to deal with this um it's like it's like a pressure pot um 
because like people are like trying to get food ready and they're trying to get all like the things ready for the house and cleaning it's just a lot of stress yeah it is a lot of stress it's just like i don't know like everyone's like trying to clean and i don't know I, yeah yeah it's, it, it's not what work. you think of it's not what you think of when you you like watch a christmas movie <laughs> yeah you don't and, think of all the effort that goes into christmas all the right. cooking and the cleaning and the baking and the decorating it's like it can be fun to do all those things like i actually kind of enjoy i'm one of those weird people that enjoys bringing up christmas lights from the basement and spending time plugging each one into the wall and like changing bulbs yeah. Like, that's my yeah. job, and I enjoy that, but it it's just a lot of stuff to do, and taking it down as well, which is way less fun than putting it up. Yeah, no, taking it down is, like, way more annoying. Putting it away, see, like, taking it down is one thing, but, like, putting it actually away, <laughs> like, I'll just have, like, boxes next to the basement door and be like, they'll go down eventually. <laughs> Yeah, we end up doing that too. We have um, our living room is on one side of the house and it's near the basement door. And that room kind of ends up being the Christmas dumping ground. It's where all the boxes go and it just ends up being a giant mess for a month of the year. Yeah. Um, And then we eventually get it all back downstairs. Like we kind of have a deadline um, in my family because my birthday is in the middle of January. So we try to get everything down before then. Um, Yeah. But sometimes some years that hasn't happened and i've just had christmas decorations up for my birthday which i don't really mind yeah like you're a total christmas elf (laughs) yeah i love christmas anyway so it doesn't really bother me Uh as i've gotten older i do a lot more of the decoration part myself like when i was a kid my parents would bring up a lot of the stuff from the basement and help me put it up but now since i'm the biggest christmas fan in the house i do a lot of the work I get I get the boxes. I yeah. decorate the tree. I put stuff up, and like I'm yeah. if I don't ask if I don't do it, it doesn't happen. And since I like yep. it, it, I have to do it. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's me in my house too. Um, like it's it's just so much work. I think for my parents that they don't want to bother with it. Um, and since I'm like the artsy one in the family, then they're like, T will do it. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, I can do it. <laughs> but, you know, it so, sometimes it ends up being me doing the cleaning and preparing also before doing it. But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there right now. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't mind putting it up. I just I really hate taking it down. Yeah. And like, as like, when I was a kid, you know, I had my sister around and my grandparents were around. Like my grandparents lived in New York City, so we would go visit them for the holiday. And, you know, like now there's like my grandparents are have both since passed away. And I miss them. I miss going to the apartment for Christmas. Yeah. It was just, it was a nice thing. And my sister has moved to a whole nother country. <laughs> so I mm-hmm. miss having her around. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, like, it was fun. Like, we're four, we're five years, four, four and a half years apart. So we've never been, like, the closest of close sisters. But, like, I do miss having her for the holidays. It's just, it's, it feels like a presence is missing. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas are, are holidays where 
you want to have like it's almost like the more the merrier you know um because like I have two older brothers um and they're both now married (laughs) and even though I have a larger family what ends up happening as you grow up is like you know a grandparent dies and then like that ends up being you realize how much of a glue they were um like everybody just wanted to get together for the holidays so that we could all make sure that we were seeing them you know and then slowly your cousins start having kids and getting married and your brother my brothers got married and they don't have any kids yet um i i don't know then you just get sad because it's like as it goes on it's less like your childhood christmas and so like you kind of have to like recreate it for yourself um and that's hard um especially as like a single person you know yeah it's hard to take what you remember the holidays being and transform that as you age but like one way to do that is to carry on traditions that you used to do and things that you yeah. still and and make new traditions for yourself that you want to carry on and keep doing yeah yeah i i get stuck in this trap of like wishing that i did have nieces and nephews and being like i'll create traditions when i have nieces or nephews and or both <laughs> um you know when there's kids in the family like you feel a little bit more like putting more effort because you want it to be magical for them but like mm-hmm. you have to take that same idea of taking care of them these kids who don't even exist yet <laughs> <laughs> um and putting that self-care into your own holiday experience yeah no one's gonna make your holiday special unless you make it special you have to put in the effort and yeah. that is kind of hard to realize when you're an adult because you used to have people do the magic for you and mm-hmm. now you have to make your own magic yeah and like there are some things that are still magical for me as an adult that I still enjoy doing like my family makes this recipe called nuts and bolts which was my grandmother's recipe on my dad's side which were not the same grandparents that lived in New York but she made this recipe and we still make it every year it's really delicious it's like full of Czech cereal and nuts and salt <laughs> it's just so it salt. takes a love salt it takes a long time <laughs> to make as in like two and a half hours of consistent um flipping but I will still make that like even when I move out I will make nuts and bolts and I will remember it as a Christmas tradition yeah yeah my um my mom was a cake decorator as uh, like when I was a kid so baking is just like essential to my holiday experience you know Mm -hmm. um and what she loves to make every Christmas without fail is um caramel rolls and so we'll make them um from scratch like you make the dough you do the like you spread butter on them and and oh my goodness it's so brown sugar and cinnamon and stuff but it's like they're so good (laughs) (laughs) you know and so like even one year my mom was in the hospital for christmas um and i made it for the for the family um because i just knew that it was a hard year and i was like you know what like let's get through this and like these these are going to be 
what makes it feel like Christmas, even though my mom wasn't at the like event at that time. Um, and so, yeah, like I can definitely tell that like, that's our like main family recipe. That's always going to be a Christmas tradition. Um, because they're just, you know, so nostalgic. And of course there's the very traditional Christmas traditions, like cutting down a tree in a tree farm. Yeah. We don't, we've never done that. I've gone with, um, with a, a good childhood friend of mine to, to do that for like with her family. But, uh, we've, we've just had like a fake tree our whole lives. Yeah, fake trees have their place. I got a fake tree this year for my room so I can have a tree all the time. Yes. Yes. And you don't have to water it. No, you do not have to water it. That was always my job as a kid. I had to crawl under the tree and water the tree. Please don't water your electric tree. (laughs) Oh, God, no. That's a horrible idea. Don't do it. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't know. I think moving forward, like there's there's things that i i've always wanted to do um but again part of like my baking christmas tradition is like making a gingerbread house every year with my cousins um and we would go all out we would do like jolly rancher like stained glass windows and like all sorts of stuff oh my god that's so cool yeah, it was really fun. Since my mom was a cake decorator, she had all of the, like, fancy tips and stuff for icing. Um, and, Gee, yeah, I don't so know. Fun. Yeah, we tried to keep it up with my cousins. Um, like, you know, after I was, like, I was in college and stuff, and some of them were. And um, I tried to do, I tried to do a gingerbread house without a pattern. <laughs> oh, no. I can sense this is going poorly. <laughs> and, um... Uh, I ended up not thinking about it very well. And so <laughs> it turned into, I mean, it was delicious, but it turned into more of a um, an Easter um, Jesus's tomb <laughs> <laughs> instead, which my grandma thought was great. <laughs> I've but, never yeah. made a gingerbread house from scratch. It isn't oh something that gosh. I have thought about doing forever. But I've yeah. never done it. Because it's hard. It, Yeah. It, it is. Um, well, because, like, there's, like, a different recipe for, like, a house versus, co- like, the gingerbread men cookies that you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, you have to make a harder cookie for the house. Otherwise, it's just going to break. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's mostly, like just the challenge of making it and then putting it together that terrifies me like i've made mm-hmm. tough to make bakes baked things yeah i'm not really intimidated by a challenge i made macar- uh, macaroons which are macaroons or macarons mac macarons macarons yeah, are coconut are... cookie that's american yeah. macarons yeah. are french and i know i'm butchering the way of saying that but they are different cookies yes the french cookie i made i'm the, not I made the french cookie yes so yeah, and those are notoriously difficult to make. Yes. So it's like I've, challenge yeah, I've doesn't scare before. me in that way, but uh-huh. But making a gingerbread house seems really, really hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Christmas can be fun. You just have to make your own fun. And that's okay. And I I'm learning that as I yeah. am getting older. Yeah. Also like creating your own family, you know, like 
sometimes you're in situations for the holidays where you can't see your family. Um, and in those times, it's totally okay to, like, reach out to friends and see if they're open to um, accepting you into their holiday traditions, too. Um, mm-hmm. just, just be respectful about that. But I've had some really wonderful, like, Thanksgiving and, and Christmas times with friends. Um when my yeah. family just like wasn't in a place where they could do anything. Yeah, especially with like if you're if you don't want to see your family, if like family relations are tense and maybe there's some reason for some reason you can't go home or don't want to. Like there are you can be accepted by friends and you can make your own families. You're not wedded to the one that you were get made did the one that you were given. <laughs> yeah, like You know, that saying that friends are the family we choose. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So I think that just about wraps up our episode here. So why don't we transition into our silver lining segment? So T, what is making you happy right now? Um, well, I've started seeing people put up Christmas lights. Ooh. Um, people like went ham for Halloween decor and like soon after they were just like, holiday lights now and i was like yes leave them up all year winter's too dark i need these lights (laughs) you know i've noticed the same thing there have just been tons of people already have their lights up and done already and i'm like how are you so fast at this i'm not even close yeah but yeah, yeah christmas lights man are a real bright spot of the season um for me what's making me happy right now is um, the two of us are actually in a Discord group with some friends of ours, and we've started a holiday movie night every Friday what? until Christmas. Yes. And that is making me very happy. We just had our first one a couple days ago, and it went really well, and so we will keep going. I think our next movie is Klaus, which I'm very excited Klaus. to share. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet, so I'm really excited about it. Yeah, so we're watching Klaus, then we're doing Santa Claus and the Polar Express. We've got a whole, like, A-plus lineup going on for our movie night, and and I'm just very excited about it. Yes! So, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Growing Up is Overrated podcast. You can find new episodes every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps us out. We hope you'll continue to listen to us talk about our lives and hopefully learn something about yourself, too. And remember, growing up is overrated.